God save some lucky men to be cowboys. There's no ordinary man can wear the name. Hearts of gold and hands of leather. Restless spirit, no one will ever attain. Branded by the land, befriended by the wind, you may never pass this way again. But something in the wind is saying that your time is now. about a handful of your songs um let's start with call you cowboy yeah love to talk about that song it's a song that kind of launched me into my career i think as a young songwriter it was a song that i i got to where i wanted to go as a writer you know back then i'm not sure that i had all the 
tools and the know-how to get there. So I just think it was, you know, about as organic an effort as I could probably muster in those days. But wanted to be a cowboy, and uh, I was a much better singer-songwriter than a cowboy. I'd gone to cowboy poetry gatherings all around the country, and, you know, my parents encouraged me. I had English teachers that encouraged me, and still I just sort of wanted to be a better horseman and roper than than a writer. But uh, my buddy invited me up to play cowboy. He was working for a guy by the name of Frank Bowman, and his name was Jason Van Tassel. He was kind of a, I guess, a local cowboy legend masterpiece. He was, you know, high school rodeo star and had a lot of girls in love with him, and he was just an all-around good guy. Taught me a lot about cattle, about horses, and taught me that I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> had a great time, you know, I had a great time working for, for Frank and for Jason. And, you know, Jason came to me at the end of that uh, season. He said, I've got a job offer at one of the Simplot ranches. I'm really considering it. But uh, he says, my parents, his mom's a successful business woman and his dad, very successful. And he says, they want me to go to school and, you know, become a doctor, a lawyer or something. And you know, do this on the side. And he says, I just want a cowboy. And he also had a girlfriend at the time who wanted to get married. And I always tell people the moral of the story is never go to a songwriter and ask them what you should do with your life. <laughs> right. Because I wrote that song. I started it literally watching a rainstorm go by. I was under a run-in shed holding a horse. Kind of had the first verse and chorus written. And I drove down Weber Canyon here. Back home, I was a college student in those days. And I think I wrote the rest on a little notepad or something and literally it just fell out. You know, I got the guitar in my hands and it just, it just all meshed together. And over the years, like I say, it's um, some level of commercial success, about as successful I think as a cowboy song can be, but uh, it's been rated in a couple of top 50 listings of cowboy songs, you know, and alongsides of like, you know, Big Iron on My Hip and tumbling tumbleweeds and things like that. And so, you know, I never, never had that intention, but uh, I ceased to be amazed at uh, the life that a song can take and where it goes. And, you know, I just forwarded you a picture, Doug, of Jason and I a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Jason's been all over the country. He has a master's degree. and uh, In cowboying? Yeah. Yeah. He, he got that from the King Ranch. Graduated from Utah State University, cowboyed all over the country. He was a VP on a ranch in Eastern Oregon, went down, got his master's, went to the Parker Ranch in Hawaii. Now he's up in Sundance or uh, Eastern Wyoming somewhere, but... Uh, Some pretty prominent ranches. Yeah, just uh, doing what he loves and and very good at it. He's got a beautiful family, and that picture was just he and I a couple of weeks ago. So what's the song about? You know, the song's about growing up and finding your way in the world. As a guy who wanted to be a cowboy, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And I wrote this song for my friend who did know what he wanted to do. It was a different path. And, you know, in it, I think I wove all these sort of messages and sort of the story behind the story there is take the risk, follow your dreams you know, make yourself useful to the world and become good at what you love and make a contribution and make people's lives better. You know, Jason has done all those things and 
I hope in turn, maybe I've done a little of that with the music, but yeah, I look back at that and I think that song is about growing up. So you were thinking about cowboying, being a cowboy, and what is it that you were not good at, whereas you had this other natural talent for writing songs and singing them and playing guitar and the other things you do? Yeah. Performing, entertaining. You had that, and what were you not good at? at natural, natural horsemanship uh-huh. is not one of my uh, gifts. It's just not in me. You know, I have to learn it. And even then, I'm, I'm slow at it. Whereas, you know, guys that I look up to and respect and have, you know, cowboyed alongside of just seem to be natural horsemen. Guys that rope pretty well, probably a little more athletic than I am. And the call is to others to do that. And I love it. You know, I still do it. I still get out with my friends and try to cowboy and certainly fall and spring, you know, do that kind of work with them and take part in it. But, uh, you know, I've learned the art of staying out of the way too over the years, not uh, making a nuisance of myself. But, you know, the natural gift for me was to be able to uh, look into the heart and soul of a cowboy and articulate what it is that they feel from their perspective. And I think, Doug, there's, you know, a little bit of cowboy in everybody. I think everybody wants to understand what it is about the West that makes it such a mystical indomitable, iconic place where uh, cowboys and other iconic creatures live, you know, wildlife. And we just seem to have something very special and mystical here in the West. You and I live here. We know that. People don't get the opportunity to live here, want to connect with it. You know, I've always tried to bridge that gap between the people who live it and love it and the people who don't get to live it, but still love it. So on Call You Cowboy, uh, how'd you do it in the recording studio? You have steel guitar on that? Or? Yeah, it's, um, that's me playing acoustic. You know, I came up with that little goofy riff. It's a, you know, it's a G chord with a run down it, uh, runs down to a D. I figured that out sitting on the couch probably, you know, all those lyrics are swirling around in my head. It's simple. I've played that for some people who say, that's all that is, you know, once I show it to them. <laughs> in the studio, it was me playing acoustic guitar and, and uh, Ryan Tilby playing dobro and a little bit of upright bass and, you know, a little background vocal. There's, there's just not much to it. You know, the story is sort of what it is. We tried to keep it real and capture the essence of what that song is in the studio and just keep it sparse. Do you remember the first time you played that in public? You know, I don't remember the first time I played it in public, but I do remember the first time I played it for Jason Van Tassel. And uh, yeah, it was it was in the <clears throat> my basement of my parents' house, and and uh, he kind of looked up with uh, tears in his eyes and said, "Man, you get it." As a songwriter and an artist, I don't know if you can put a price tag on that. You know, when you can hit someone, you know, right in the guts and. Uh, no, you know that that they know you get it. So much of songwriting is fueled from adolescence and wanting to do something different than your parents wanted you to do. My dad's an accountant, tax accountant. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How I'm did a, he react when you told him I was going to be a singer-songwriter? Uh, they've been very supportive, you know, and, and it's been very good to have an accountant. But, yeah, I think they would have, you know, accountants are all about stability. 
you know, the arts are not a stable livelihood. It's just uh, kind of constant madness. And, you know, after 25 years of being in it, you figure out a way to, you know, level things out and take some of that advice that you got from the accountant, you know, to, uh, to do that. But, but this was you telling your really good friend, Jason, you should be a cowboy. This is what you love. And I know your parents want you to be something different, but follow your heart. Right. Yeah. You knew his parents. Great people. Yeah. I love his parents. (laughs) And how did they react to the whole thing? You given Jason advice that was against their wishes as a, teenager. Yeah. His dad is, has got such a personality. He showed up at a, he came to a concert one time and he says, the only question I've got is why am I the bad guy here? (laughs) I didn't mean for him to be the bad guy. You know, he's such a great guy, but I think his parents have been supportive of him. And and I think, you know, after all these years, they've seen that he's been very successful in what he's wanted to do. And his family has been able to take part in his work you know, his kids can go out and ride with him. And his wife is a better hand than he is. Wow. She's really, really talented. So. Call you cowboy. What else do we want to say on this one? I feel like I have to thank somebody for this song because it's just been, you know, so defining for me as an artist. I guess God gave me this song, but uh, I, I, I thank Jason Van Tassel. I thank all the guys like him that do what they do. Uh, just because they hear the call in their heart, you know, to do it. It's guys like that that keep me doing what I do. So, yeah, I feel like I, you know, even though I penned this song for those guys, I, I feel like I have to thank them for the inspiration. Where do you put this in your set list when you play? You know, this is a show closer uh-huh. most of the time uh-huh. these days. And uh, it's crazy that, you know, all these years later, you start playing this song and, People will clap in the introduction or mouth the words, you know, and and people will come up and they'll say that song is about my son or my nephew or my dad or whatever, you know, and it's just amazing that people can hear a piece of music and relate it to their lives. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money. 